Alright. What's up, everybody? It's Dylan Deese. We're sexy at back. And I am very, very... I have a lot of gratitude this morning because I have quite a legend sitting next to me, <laughs> a two-time world champion, Delaney Wallace. Delaney, how are you? I'm doing well, man. Appreciate you having me. Good morning. We are ending the year strong. Yeah. So I really appreciate you ending the year with me like this. Absolutely. Absolutely. Can you give the viewers a little background on who you are, what you do? Or maybe give them a list of what you don't do because that's shorter of a list. Uh... I don't swim in Olympic-sized swimming pools. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's my Achilles heel. I won't last very long. Um, but other than that, I do a little bit of everything over the course of my lifetime. But um, name is Delaney Wallace, aka the world's strongest accountant. Um, and I will get to, you know we'll get into that a little bit. Um, but financial planner by trade, um, but also two-time reigning IPF world champion for the 83 kg. Um, a powerlifting championship. So, uh, you know, got to win one in South Africa, got to win another one in Malta, fly out to Sheffield, UK in a couple more weeks now. I think it's like five, six weeks now. Um, and, you know, see if we can get make it to Lithuania in June. So we'll, we'll see what happens. That's amazing. So we, we were connected through other connections and we've shared stages. We were on a panel in April at one of the biggest conferences in Connecticut for Entrepreneurs. Yeah. Um, how was that experience for you? Because you haven't really got to talk about that. Yeah, I mean, that experience was pretty um, It was pretty cool because uh, it, it, it wasn't too long before that that I tried to get into, like, the public speaking realm. Like, it, it was one of those things where, like, you talk to somebody and they say, hey, you'd be good at public speaking. You talk to somebody else, you say, hey, they, you'd be good at public speaking. It just happens again and again and again. And, like, eventually you're just like, you want to know what? Like, like let's let's figure it out. Let's try it. Let's, what, what happens? And... I happened to bump into Brandon, like the mutual connection we had um, at a networking event. He's like, oh, I, uh, I teach public speaking. And I'm like, oh, okay, like, why not, right? And, and that just turned into an opportunity to be able to speak on a, a really big stage in, at UConn. And uh, it, was a, it was a cool moment. Um, I think not many people get to have their first, like, actual speaking event be, you know, a, 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 big, yeah, a, big, a, a big conference <laughs> like that. And so I'm just blessed to be a part of it. And I'm really excited for all the opportunities that that has brung um, and just to kind of, like like you said, end off 2023 on a good note here on the podcast, but also, you know, launch off 24 pretty, pretty, pretty strong. Yes, that's amazing. I'm, I'm so proud of you and impressed with you. Um, you go to schools. Yeah. I go to schools. How do you like that experience? I love going to schools and talking to kids. Yeah, it's... Um, it's interesting. It's, it's, it's like, everybody's different. Uh, and I'll get in, like, I'm sure we'll get into this in like different, like different ways, but like the psychology of like a kid is way different than a psychology of yes. like an adult or like a young adult or an older adult. Um, and so it, it's funny, the, like the little things that like kids really gravitate towards and like are so grateful for that, like we take for granted. Um, but like, it only takes one word, one message, one note, one, one thing said the right way to completely change the tra trajectory of like a kid's life. And so I think like, that's the cool part where like, you know, you'll speak to somebody and this isn't necessarily from like speaking events cause I haven't bumped into kids after the speaking event, but like different conferences that I've gone to different competitions I competed at, you know, I, I've, I've had powerlifting competitions where like I've had a five minute conversation with somebody that you don't necessarily remember in the back of your head, like when you're having it like years later and then years later, I'm talking years later, three, four, five years later, this kid's like, yo, I remember you telling me this exact thing at this exact moment. This is what made me do this. And so I, it, it's, it's a cool experience. It's, it's all part of the moment. And I, I just soak in everything. I, I'm, I'm just always grateful when 
anybody cares enough to take the time to listen to what I have to say or ask for my advice or my opinion because there's billions of people on the entire earth. Like there's so many things you could be doing with your time. And so at least for me, like just because my time is so scarce, I always, I'm always super grateful when somebody gives me theirs. Um, and so, yeah, it's, 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 it's a cool experience. I'm, I'm grateful you're giving me your time for sure. <laughs> Appreciate um, it, I love, I love that you painted that picture because that's solely the reason why I go to school. Like mm -hmm. I have emails from parents telling me how their kids' lives have been changed and how they, I actually, I'm marrying this. I had, I mentor kids with super mentors and I had a kid that I went to a school and then he signed for super mentors. So he heard mm -hmm. me speak, his mom heard me speak. And then I, now I mentor the kid weekly and him and his friends at gym at, at school, they have this game they play and they created characters and I'm one of the characters. And his mom said that all the kids fight over who plays Dylan. That's awesome. And I'm like, that is so heartwarming. Like that's, that's sick. That's sick. Yeah. It's like those little things that you know, you're making a difference. Absolutely. Absolutely. So you inspire me and so many people. I had mentioned that you were coming on the podcast to many people and they're all like, Oh my God, I know him. Like, that's awesome. <laughs> what or who inspires Delaney? Um, it, that's, that's just like a weird question. Cause <clears throat> I don't want to say like, it's, it's, it's not one individual person. It's not one individual thing. Like I'm, I'm, I'm very different. I think in the stance of like, I can, I can draw inspiration from like virtually anything. Right. Um, cause I, I think that there's something that can be learned and that can, there can be shared and can be taken from every moment, from every person that you meet, from every like action, every event. And so, I mean, I've literally like walked down the street and saw a homeless person on the street, didn't say anything. And I'm like, yo, that motivated me for whatever reason. I've, I've seen people that do spectacular. I've, I've competed and, and trained with NFL athletes that are still in the NFL, like ball. And they, and they, they, you know, they, they also inspire me. I've, you know, powerlifting competition. Jesus is the Russell or the Taylor at was the Gavins of the world. Like they all inspire me, but then also just like the kid that you see is, hustling just grinding haven't hasn't made it yet but just grinding and hustling and you're just like you just look at him like hey like he hasn't made it yet but he has the faith in himself and he's working hard and so if he can work hard and not see any reward yet and me in a position where some of the rewards are starting to come why like how can i stop and so i, I just like even kids that like message me and like hey delaney like you inspire me for whatever reason like i take inspiration from that because then it's like if if you take some type of inspiration from me based on what I do, based on what I say, based on how I act, then it's almost like my obligation that I have to be that person that I say that I am, right? And so it, it's, it's so weird and, and it's just such a windy road because I've, I've kind of gone through this, but like when I really look back at it, like I just take inspiration from so many different areas. And I think it also just helps because one person, one event, one thing isn't going to inspire you all the time. It's not going to keep you motivated. It's not going to keep you on track all the time. Um, and so like, I, like there's just so many parts of my life and my story that I'm just so grateful for just life and being in, in the places that I am that like everything kind of gives me motivation and inspires me to do what I got to do. That's, that's an amazing answer. I think it's the best <laughs> answer I've ever gotten. That's crazy. I know it's a little different, but yeah. yeah it's, it's a, I like that. I yeah. like that. I, cause when I see homeless people on the, on the road, the first thing I think is how can I help them? Yeah. Not, oh, that's inspiring. I always think, like, how did they get there? And then how can I help them? Um, yeah. that's, that's absolutely amazing. So you got me fired up the other night. We were at an event together. Yeah. Yeah, 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 And you got me all fired up 
Because uh, <laughs> you had said something. So my dad had raised me. He said, I, I raised my kids with sh- telling them on how to act and how to carry themselves, but I speak with my feet, not my mouth. Mm-hmm. What he meant by that was I speak with my action about how I carry myself. Because a lot of kids, you can tell them not to smoke a cigarette. While smoking a cigarette, the kid will end up smoking a cigarette. Yeah. Because they do as they see, not as they hear. Yeah. You're big on that. But my dad raised us on always oh, show up no matter what. Yeah. We were at that event and um, somebody had mutually completely complimented us and he said, and you were like, dude, it's so easy. All you got to do is show up. And that hit home for me because that is what I live off of every day. I'm like, just show up. Get in the rooms with the people who think bigger than you do. Ask the right questions. Come off hungry. Don't take no for an answer. They say no, come back, hit them again. Can you elaborate and talk on the just showing up, on how that's so different and how it makes everything 10 times bigger than it could ever be? Yeah, yeah. Um, <clears throat> so I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tell like a quick story just so you can kind of yeah. understand like my like framing on it. So me and my dad, um, growing up, like we both, I don't know why, um, he must have loved it, and I just you know want to be like my dad, so I loved it too. Uh, but we both love like Asian kung fu fighting movies, like the Bruce Lees, the Ip Mans, the Jackie Chans, the Jet Lees, like all those guys, right? Um, and, and so I, I just always loved like that that Asian culture, like the the, the martial arts and all of that, because it, one it was cool because like, you, you're fighting stuff, it's yeah. action, right? But there's like this lesson behind like every story, right? And so. <clears throat> Uh, I forget where I actually heard this story, but I remember this story is like this like proverb, if you will. It's like there was this farmer, right? And one day he woke up and one of his horses had broken out of its stable and he had ran away, right? People of the farm come to the front door of the farmer and they're like, hey, like you lost your only horse. You must be so upset. Like what terrible luck you must have, right? How are you going to run your farm? And the farmer replies, maybe so, maybe not. We'll see, right? A couple of days go by and the horse returns back to the front of the farm following was three other horses right so now he's got four again the people of the farm come to the front doorstep of the farmer and they say hey now you have four horses you're one of the richest people in our entire town what great luck you must have you must be so excited and again the farmer replies maybe so maybe not we'll see a couple days go by and the farmer's son's breaking in one of the wild horses he falls off and breaks his leg and again the people of the town come to the front doorstep of the farmer and they're like hey your son your only son broke his leg now you have to run this entire farm by yourself what terrible luck you must have. You must be so upset. And again, the farmer replies, maybe so, maybe not. We'll see. A couple weeks go by and the National Guard of the town of the country comes to the front doorstep of all the people of the town and they're taking all the able-bodied men to fight in a war they're in. But they leave his son. Why? Because he has a broken leg. And again, people of the town come to the front doorstep of the farmer and they say, hey, your son's life is spared. You must be so excited. What great luck you must have. And again, the farmer replies, maybe so, maybe not. We'll see. Right? And so when when I think about that story, like it's all, it's all perspective. Right. And, 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 and in that, like, I think we, we spend so much time trying to figure out whether this like one moment in our life is good luck or bad luck, right. Whether we're going to make it, whether it's the time, the time that we shine or the time that we fall and whether or not it's setting up a greater blessing, or this is like the devil trying to pull us down. And the, the, the fact of the matter is like, we don't know whether or not an event in our life, was good luck or bad until the last breath we take on this earth, right? And so taking brain power, taking space, taking energy, trying to figure out and debate with yourself or God or whoever it is that you, you, you whatever it is that you believe in, like it, it, it's just, it's, it's pointless, right? And so 
what I have found is that regardless of whether you think it's good luck or bad luck or an event in your life is happening, just showing up and coming back to the next play, taking the next step, going again, doing it again, going again, going again. That's the only way that you'll know you'll actually see whether or not it was actually a setup for something great or actually it was just bad luck, in which case you just move forward. Right. And so for me, like there's just so many points in my life that like I could go back to and I'm like, yo, like, I remember looking in the mirror. I'm like, yo, I don't know if I'm going to make it. I don't know if I can do this. I don't know if I could do that. And then like, I, I look where I am right now and I'm like, wow, if this one event didn't happen, I wouldn't have met this person that moved me here that allowed me to meet this person that then allowed me to do this, that then led to two world championships that then led to being one of the top advisors at my company, but to then led to this, then led to this blessing. And so uh, like showing up, like just showing up day in and day out is so important to me. Um, and, and, and I, 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 I believe in like this one small thing. So like so much, and it's so simple that it seems like it's like a cop out of an answer. When somebody asks you like, Hey, like what's the secret? Like so many times, like, especially like powerlifting, right? Not many people, people care too much about like the finance and as like, as a young kid, but like powerlifting, right? Cause you can see the physical weight being moved, right? Everybody's like, Hey, what's the secret? How did you do it? Yeah. What happened? What's this? What's that? Cause I haven't been in the sport for very long when you look at it, like at it, at its core. And most of the kids look at me with this like confused face. When I say, it's like, yo, just show up every day. Like just show up every, like, like, yeah, okay. You might not be the strongest right now, but that guy that like might have 50 pounds on you on a deadlift or a hundred or this, that, and a third, like he prop like odds are he won't be here next year. Cause he's going to have a bad meet. He's going to be upset. He's not going to make progress or whatever the case may be. Then he's going to say, Hey, I want to do bodybuilding instead of powerlifting. I want to go out to a vacation with my girlfriend instead of this. I wanted to do this instead of that. Like Pete, like most people don't have the mental stamina to do the same thing again and 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 again with no true reward, or at least not with the without being able to see like that light at the end of the tunnel and continue to do that. And so you'll beat ninety percent of people just off of stamina, right? And so. When I say just showing up, like 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 whether it's you know powerlifting, which is easy to quantify, right? You can easily see okay, weight being moved, physical stature, whatever the case may be, or even in business, just showing up. Like there's so many times that I've I've gone to a networking event that I'm just like I, I'm I'm tired. I already worked eight hours today. I got out the gym. I really don't feel like going. I'm beat up. I'm tired, and I I still show up anyway. And I meet one person, right? Just one that then connected me to another person that could have changed the trajectory of my, my career, my life, my whatever. And so like, like I said, it, it's so simple that it seems like a cop out of an answer, but like when you literally look at it at its core, like at, like at the, like at its ethos, like just showing up every single day and doing small incremental things that you said you were going to do in order to get to your end goal will beat 90% of people. Like, like talent only takes you but so far, but I, I know, I, I know tons of people that are talented in so many different areas that don't, don't live up to expectations, but just showing up, like if you show up every single day, you might not make it to where you thought you wanted to go. But then again, you know, if like, I don't know if you believe in God or a higher power, yeah. but, it, but if you think of it from a standpoint, it's like, we can only see like what we've already seen, right? Like yeah. our, our imagination is only can only expand, but from what we've seen. And so if you believe in like a higher power, you believe in God, well, maybe his vision was actually better than yours. And it was actually setting you up for something greater. And so, yeah, man, I mean, 
showing up is the biggest thing. Like show up and, and don't just like show up and go to, this, to the corner of the room and not do anything. Like show up and give your all, give your effort, give your heart. And you'd be surprised the places that it takes you um, regardless. So yeah, that's kind of like my just mindset on it all. That, I could not agree more. Uh, that's, I, I love the way you painted that. Because yeah. a short little story from me, I was 19. I got a production deal with Carl Michelle at Royal Communications at yeah. 19. And I was in there every weekend like, let's do a podcast. I got this person, this person, like lining things up. Like I was texting Carl and the production crew every two days and calling them. Like I was annoying. Yeah. And he was speaking at Brandon's um, Map Your Way to Financial Freedom in 2020. Like mm -hmm. before anybody was anybody. Yeah. And I said, let me show up as a... I will work for you that day, Carl. Just let me show up as a production member and just learn. Mm -hmm. And I showed up as a production member. I had to work for Carl and stuff, but I learned so much. I met so many people. Brandon then invited me to the VIP dinner knowing I didn't have a ticket to anything. Mm -hmm. And I'm here and now I am at this dinner and I'm learning about this person. And I'm learning about this person. I'm learning about this person. And I'm like, oh my God, I'm surrounded by success. Like, how did I get here? And then I was invited to Miami. And it was a $700 ticket, and then it was a flight, and then I had nowhere to stay. Mm. But we were promised to be at a conference with Floyd Mayweather, Rich the Kid, all these, uh, Grant Cardone, all these celebrities were coming up. Yeah. And um, I remember the night before that conference, watching a clip on Instagram, and it said, the move that you're scared to make is the one that will change your life. Mm. So I ran to the bank. I opened up a credit card. I had Brandon charge my credit card that 700 bucks. I charged my flight to that credit card, and I went... I got to make it work now. I got to make it work. Yeah. When I got to that conference, I had a blazer that didn't fit me. I had a $3 Marshalls button up. Mm -hmm. I had khakis from high school and some rundown sneakers. Yeah. And I said, I'm going to get a picture with every big person here today, and I'm going to at least talk to them. I'm going to ask for three to five minutes of their time, which always ends up being 10, by the way. When you ask for somebody to three to five, if you're prepared for it, they'll give you 10. Mm -hmm. So it led me to backstage conversations with Floyd Mayweather, pictures with Floyd Mayweather, hanging with Floyd Mayweather, same with Rick, uh, Rich the Kid, same with Grant Cardone, same with Brandon Dawson, Mike Asabi. And I, I, it clicked that day. Yeah. Like at this point, I still had nowhere to stay. I had a credit card that I had to figure out how to pay off. Mm -hmm. And I was like, we got to make this work. I was in, first thing in the morning, it was a two-day conference, first thing in the morning, all day long, snuck into the dinner. I'm really good at going places I'm not allowed to be. <laughs> to get what I need to do. I don't yeah. care what it takes. I mean, when I get into those places, it's I don't care what this takes. Can you talk about some crazy story or why it's so important to take those huge risks? Because that paid off. That got me to speak on a stage. That got me to host venues. That got me to sell out venues. That got me to collaborate with great people like yourself. Can you talk on the risk? Yeah, I'm trying, I'm trying to think. Um, I mean, ev everything is risky, right? Uh, like I remember, like I remember graduating college, and I had already had like a job lined up with like Lockheed Martin. Um, I was supposed to go back back to Jersey, where I, where, yeah. you know where I'm from, live with the parents, stack up money, buy a house, pay up, you know, like the the normal route. Um, and then you know, coming back from one of my like combine, um, uh, you know, training sessions because I was also like training for like the NFL combine at the time. Um, one of my buddies who was interning for this like financial planning firm, he was like, Hey, yo, like they really like it. Right. And I remember like going to the interview, having that conversation with them and just like falling in love with 
what could be done, right? The income that could be made, the lives that could be touched, like all the different, like the freedoms that could be had. And I was like, Hey, that, this is what I want to do. Um, but you know, the downside to that industry is, Hey, like you, you wake up every single month, every single year, every single week, and you don't got a paycheck, right? It's, it's your own business. Like you, you find clients, you get people to, to, to trust and believe that you have the ability, the knowledge, the, the talent to move them towards their goals. And so I remember, like, I remember my parents, like, my mom was scared. She was like, hey, like, I think you should just take this Lockheed Martin job, like, <laughs> you know, like 80, 90 grand just out the gate, you know, college kid, like, this is good, like, it's all set. And, you know, I remember, you know, taking that risk and going, like, hey, you know, like, I'll, I'll work part time, I'll figure out what I have to do slowly but surely just to make sure I can live. But I think that this is my calling and this is my blessing. And, you know, it took, it took years. Like I remember my first year in business, I made like 10 grand. I think the second year in business, I made like maybe even less than that. <laughs> like, you know, like, like I, I, I remember. And then slowly but surely <clears throat> year, the people I spoke to year one saw that I was still there in year two. People that I spoke to in year two saw I could still there in three or three. And then slowly but surely, again, networking event, you meet this person that moves you here, you meet that person that moves you here, you learn this move, you learn this, you learn that, and all of a sudden you're able to provide value in different ways. And, you know, now I'm, you know, you know, five years in the business and one of like the top 10 planners in the country um, uh, at, you know, at, at my firm. And, you know, it, all of that is just a culmination of just taking a risk, right? And um, showing up. And yeah, and just showing up every single day. Like I, I, I literally... I remember the statistic when, when they were like recruiting me for, um, for the firm, they were like, Oh yeah. Like I think the retention rate is like less than like 20% of people make it past their third year. Right. And I look back and I'm like, Oh yeah. Okay. Whatever they say that. And I'm like, I look back at it. I was like, I'm one, I'm one of about 60 people that came in, in my recruiting class. And within like the year after me, that's still in the industry. Like period, like not even like, oh yeah, like move to a different firm, like that was in the industry, right? And so, you know, one of 60, like that's even less than that 20% mark that they made. And, and you know, you, everything's risky. Um, but to your point, it's one of those things where when you just give yourself no other choice, you say, this just has to work. You, you find like, like we're all like at, at our core, like animalistic, like we have these animalistic like just like views and values and just like this, 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 like, like need to survive. Right. And so it's very interesting how you are able to adapt when you feel like you have no choice. Right. And the choice is always, you could quit and then go, go home, do this, do that and that. But like when, like when you've made up in your mind that you really had no choice, like you, you'll be surprised how malleable and resourceful you are. And yeah, man, I mean, like, that's like one simple, simple thing. Like, you know, you, you give up a guaranteed paycheck, to go do something you have no clue what to do. You get your licenses and it's just baptism by fire. Like, Hey, go find clients. Right. <laughs> yeah. Um, and now, you know, at like a 20 something year old kid, you gotta have people trust you with hundreds of thousands of dollars or with their hopes, their dreams, their aspirations, their, their children's hopes, dreams, and aspirations. Right. That's what it all comes down to. Like from a planning standpoint, like you, you're, you're molding and directing people's lives. Right. Um, and so I think that's the, you know, a big risk that that's paid off, um, that I really didn't know if it was going to work you know, when it happened, but slowly but surely, you just always absorb knowledge, always find a way to help. And, you know, you wake up, you know, two, three, four, five, six years and the whole world's changed. Right? Yeah. yeah. You don't say that's, 
I can relate to like 98% of all of that. Yeah. Like that is how it's been. I'm just like, okay, I guess we're dropping this much money here. I hope it works out. And just yeah. let's step by step. I'm more of a throw it down, take the first step, and then step, step, step. Not plan it out really. Just what's next? What were the roads taken? Yeah. Just are you more of a what were the roads taken? Look at it and then just know my steps? Or are you more of start here and move forward? Um. It depends, right? Um, so I, I don't, I don't think that I'm just like, hey, I see, I see a shiny toy and I just throw it down. Um, like I, I, especially now, I have a very clear vision as to like what it is that I want to accomplish, who I want to be, at least yeah. in the short term, right? We never know what happens 10, 15, 30, 40, 50 years from now. And so I always look at something. I'm say, okay, hey, at its core, right? Does this move me closer to the end result that I want, or does this distract me from where I want to go? And if the answer is that it distracts me, then I, I move on. Yeah. But if the answer is yes, then I always, like, I, 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 I take, like, a day. I look at it. I'm like, all right, cool. And within that day, I found out, okay, how am I going to do this, right? And then, two, just because, you know, that's the planner in me, I always have a backup plan because I know something's going to go wrong. And that backup plan isn't that, like, the exit strategy. It's the, okay, hey, if something goes wrong and goes left, how cool. can I get it back on track? Like, what? What, what might happen wrong along that path? So when there is something that happens, I'm prepared for it. Um, so like I'm, I'm very much so like a baptism by fire type of guy. Like as long as I can quantify that this is moving me closer to where I want to be, um, then I, I, I take that leap and I'm pretty, I'm pretty resourceful. I'm pretty quick on my feet with just coming up with like random solutions that people would have never thought of. Um, but Hey, I mean, that's also what like you know, planning's about, right? Yes. Finding solutions that people don't think of. Right? Yes. I'm, I'm big on who has the results I want. Yeah. How can I get with them right now? Yeah. Like if that's spending seven grand on a trip to Miami or going to Miami if, mm -hmm. and if I don't have it, I'll figure that part out and pay it off when I was younger. Yeah. I'm, I'm very grateful and blessed now to be in a position where I don't have to worry about that side. Yeah. Um, and I'm, I'm being paid to show up and speak places, which is, I don't know how we got here at all. Just step after step after step. We're now, I'm respected enough where people are like, oh, we'll book Dylan to speak here. We'll do this. We'll do this. It's awesome. Man. Um, being able to speak at my high school this year, I don't, that wasn't even on my goal list. Yeah. And it happened. Yeah. Like Full it's circle. On, it's been on my goal list for the last four years and it just happened this year. Yeah. Um, have you had any moments like that? Um... I mean, there, there's been a ton of moments. I mean, I uh, I remember it was like the end of my first year in like the financial services industry, and I was like, like I said, I, I think I made like ten grand. <laughs> like, yeah. like, it, like that's how much like all the licenses and all the other stuff, gas costs. Like, I, I made no money, right? I was like still working part time at CVS, making more money, you know, bagging CVS stuff for like twenty five bucks an hour than I was, you know, actually, um, you know, doing what I wanted to be in my career. And so my general manager at the time, um, there was this conference called the CAAFP, so Conference of African-American Financial Professionals. Um, and he said, hey, I think it would be good for you to go to this. Um, you know, I'll split some of the costs with you because um, I want you to, like, learn and blah, blah, blah. And obviously, like, he wants me to do well because if I do well, he makes money, right? So it, it all kind of one hand washes the other. Um, and I remember, like, just I remember going to the conference and not – not really understanding why I was there. I was like, I, I want to learn, but I don't understand like how I can actually apply some of the stuff that I'm learning. I feel lost. Like there's a bunch of people there. They're all making good money. They're, they're talking about these things. I don't even 
can't even comprehend at the present moment in time. I, I felt out of place. I didn't feel like I belonged there, but I'm like, hey, okay, I'm just soaking it, soaking it in. Um, and, you know, fast forward, what, um, four years now, five years now, one of the two, something like that, time flies. Um, I actually spoke at that same conference. How'd that feel? Um, and so I remember like opening up that talk um, and I, you know, I was talking about like a very, very niche style of uh, tax planning for business owners that like maybe a handful of people in the country actually know how to execute on. And I remember opening up this talk like, hey, like I remember sitting in these seats like four or five years ago, like just like, a sh like almost ashamed that I was even in the seat because I didn't feel like I was worthy enough to even sit in the audience to learn. Um, and now, you know, full circle being able to, you know, be, get paid to speak, come out, flown out to, to, to speak there. Um, it was just like a really cool, like out of body, like full circle experience. And like to have my talk come to, come to the end of my talk with me and my partner and, you know, people that have been in the industry 10, 15, 20, 30, 40 years more than me. Right. Yeah. Um, come up to me and say, Hey, like, I, re I really, I really appreciate this talk. Like, I think I have a client that could use this. Like, I, 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 I really want to pick your brain on this and the other thing and, 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 and no longer be like a subordinate, but like be, you know, you know, they're equal. It was, it was a cool, it was a cool full circle moment where I'm just like, wow, like I, I really, I really remember how I felt last time I was here. Yes. Like, I, like I, I really remember sitting in this, yeah, it was, it was the one I went to was in Georgia. This one was in, was in Chicago, but like sitting in this arena, if you will, this, this, this hotel room, this conference room, just like, yeah, I don't even know why I'm here. Like, like, you know, and, and now I get to get to actually speak and be one of like the headliners there. So like, that was, that was probably like the, one of the cooler out of body type of experiences that I had. Cause it, it was, it was never a goal of mine to like speak there. It was just like, Hey, I want to get better. want to get better. And then the opportunity came and I was just like, wow, like how things come full circle. That's I can hundred percent relate to that. Yeah. And it, I know the feeling and I'm congratulations on that. Yeah. Appreciate and it, I'm yeah. proud of you for that. That's, that's insane. How is when you say you want to do something so big, right? Like I'm going to be world champion. Can you talk about how important it is? I'm not sharing those things with small minded people. <laughs> cause they'll, they're more crabs in a bucket going, Oh, don't do that. Cause there's this, what I'm learning right now in this whole, I'm sure you've experienced, they call it the entrepreneurial wave Yeah, yeah. Um, where everybody around you, when you first start, they're like totally behind you because they're like, Oh my God, he's going after his dreams. Just like we all want to go after our dreams. And then when you start accomplishing them, they re you remind them that they didn't go after their dreams. So they start to be like, nah, nah, I don't like, or I don't support. And then you really hit it and they're like, Oh, I support now. Can you talk about how important it is to be around the right people, like-minded, plus ones, Brandon calls them? Yeah. Um, <laughs> you're actually going to hate me because I, I have a slightly different take on it. Um, I don't hate anyone. Like, um, I, I mean that loosely. Um, <laughs> so in terms of, like, so part of it I agree with, but, like, I guess the first kind of part to it, like, not sharing it with small-minded people, um, like I, I have a slightly, again, going back to like, yeah. I drive, I, I draw inspiration from everywhere. It's like, like I share what I want to do with everybody. Yeah. Like if you ask me, like I'll tell you, right. Yeah. It doesn't matter like who you are, what you're doing, what, what you think is possible, whatever the case may be. Cause there's, there's, there's two things that are going to happen, right? There, eh, maybe three, right. You're the neutral in the middle. You get kind of no response from it and clear that's it. 
but you know, the really two that people remember, it's like you either get those people that are like, hell yeah, oh my God, like this is great, like keep going, I, I see the vision, I believe in you. Yes. Or you get those people like, oh no, that's too big, it's not possible, this and third, blah, 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 blah. Um, and you can draw inspiration from both those sides, right? Yeah. The people that believe in you is like, okay, well, if they believe in me, I, like I, I want to honor that belief and, and push myself further. And the people that don't believe in you, it, it, it's that, that's where like you have that, like that athlete mentality, the athlete mentality, that, that dog. And you're like, all right, you're like, Hey, like, like, I'm like, I'm different. Like I'm the one like, yeah. I can do it. I will do it. And then, and you're, you're going to watch me do it. Right. Um, but then also like to that point, it's, if you also look at it from the standpoint of those people feel that way because they didn't go after their dreams or goals or aspirations, or maybe they're not giving full effort. Maybe they're not showing up, whatever the case may be. Like one thing that I pride myself more than anything else. Right. Um, you know, I, I, here's, here's an actual story to kind of back that up. Um, one of my, one of my friends at my gym, one of his boys just like moved back into the area. Um, and so he's like working at our gym now or the gym that I work out at. Um, and before he even met me, him and Mike, my, my boy, like we're just like talking about the gym and all this other stuff. And I guess he had seen me walk by or lifting or whatever. He's like, oh, yo, Delaney, like, yo, that dude looks like strong or big, whatever the term was. Um, and he's like, yo, that's crazy. And the first response that my boy gave was like, oh yeah, no, like Delaney, like, he, like he's a world champion. Like, and not he's strong, not he's talented, not this, it's like, no, like he's like he's the hardest worker in this room, like period. Like he's like he like he doesn't smoke, he doesn't drink, he goes to bed, he doesn't like he he like he is a practitioner of doing what he said he's gonna do, right? And and he didn't have to say that, right? Like no. I wasn't in the room, like you know you can say whatever you want, and when you're <laughs> yeah. not in the room, people will really tell people how they feel about you. And later on, that kind of came back to me because I was I ended up meeting like my, you know my one of my friend's boys, um, and he was like yeah like like Tommy told me about you. He was like yeah you know you. He's like, he said, you work hard. He's like, you, you don't take a day off. And so it's cool to see that because your boys see the good, the bad, the ugly. They see when you slack off. They see, like, they, yeah. like, they see behind the curtain, right? Like 100%. everybody can see, okay, the IG high right here. They see behind the curtain. So when somebody that sees behind the curtain so and sad. unprovoked says that, like, I, I feel like that's, that's a testament to what you're actually doing. And, and, and so for me, like that, is so important because when I speak to that person that doesn't either doesn't believe in themselves or doesn't believe in me. And when somebody asks me for advice and I look them dead in their face and I just say, you don't work hard enough. And I like it with, without stuttering, like no, no emotion. Not, I'm not joking, not a laugh. Yeah. Like most people, when I first say that, and I've had those conversations, most people don't ask me for advice because they know I'll give them the real one. They'll be mad. They'll get mad at first. And then they'll watch me dead, look them dead in their eyes and say, you don't work hard enough. And then, and then they realize that I'm serious. And when they, when they look at me, because the first thing that they're going to do is they're going to try to put, you know, throw, 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 back. throw chinks in your armor and say, yes. okay, well, you don't do this. You don't do that. And when they look back and they're just like, I, I really can't, I really can't argue with him on that. Then that's how you can push people and motivate them to do more. Right. So like, even when my boys and they're saying, Hey, like make it easy, like powerlifting world championships or whatever, lift more, do this or do that, be better or be stronger. And I'm like, you don't, you don't work hard enough. You don't give enough. Like I, I saw, I, like I saw you on the gram, like out, out drinking on Saturday night. You thought you were going to have a good day on Sunday. Like I saw like you, like you, you know, went off program, overshot your workout, did whatever the case may be. You really think that that's going to help you get better because you were trying to show up for the, 
for the kid in the corner, some the cute girl over there. Like you really think that's going to get you there. Right. And so when I, when I break that down and I should say like, and, and, and I look at him, like, I don't say that to be like rude or mean or try to be like, like virtue signal or anything at all. I'm just saying, I'm like, I, I'm not special. Right. And if, they, if, if I'm not special, that means one of two things. <laughs> that means that everybody else around me is terrible and they just suck. Yeah. Or that I worked hard enough to go from not special to achieving special things. And so the good thing about that is if, if you don't believe that I'm inherently special, then hard work can also just get you there as well. And so it's, it's, it's like this full circle where like if you believe one thing, another thing also must be true. And when you just create that loop for somebody, it, it like when they really want to do good and they want to be better, that's inspiring. Like if I tell you, oh yeah, you like you can't do it just because I'm special. God gave me something. Like my, I'm by genetics. Like you're screwed. Yeah. There's nothing you can do. Like that's depressing, right? But if somebody tells me, oh yo, the the world is in your hands if you just go take it, well, that that's pretty because my destiny is actually in my hands. Like that that's that's empowering. Yes, right? and so. Full, bringing this all full circle, like I, I share every goal, every dream, every aspiration that I possibly can with anybody that asks me whether they're small minded or not. Like, because one, I believe it, right? Two, it energizes me. Three, whether you believe in me or whether you not, whether you don't, that's going to drive me to do more. Cause like, 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 like let's be yeah, honest, yeah. The, the last thing we ever want to do, like, I, like, I'm sure you, like you, you dated a girlfriend and you like, you knew you were wrong for something. Y'all argue, you knew where you're wrong and you're still arguing. Cause you just don't want to admit that you're wrong. <laughs> like, like that's just a human thing. Like we don't want to admit yeah. that we're wrong. And so like, wh why would I want to tell you that I want to accomplish all of these big things and then slack off knowing that you're waiting for me to fail well, I, I don't want to come back to you and say that you were right. I don't want to be wrong. And so again, another kind of piece of inspiration and motivation on those days that maybe the people that believe in you just aren't enough at that present moment in time. And so that's why I say like, I, I pull inspiration for so many different ways and so many different like aspects and like, so like small things that sometimes are probably completely made up in my head. Right. Like, you yeah. know, like every athlete <laughs> had that moment where like, yo, they're wishing on my downfall. Yeah. And, like, cause you just need that to just push you through. But yeah, I mean, I 100% share with everybody because I think there's inspiration and motivation to be driven from that. But, but to your other point, that doesn't mean that I hang out with them. Yeah. That doesn't mean that I give them a, a, a disproportionate amount of my time. I'll tell you what I'm doing. You can help me. You cannot. You can be with me, whatever. And I know where to place you in like my ecosystem. But I always try to be in rooms with people that are better than me. Um, and, and I might be better than them in some aspect, but they're better. Somebody's better than you in some aspect of their life. And so there's always something to learn again, going back to, I think that you can learn and get inspiration, motivation or something from everybody. Yes. So I, I always try to look at, okay, what is this person doing that's better than me in this area, in that area, whether it's speaking, whether it's lifting, whether it's finance, whether it's this, whether it's that, whether it's communication, whether it's psychology, like what, what is that small thing that I can learn and take from them? And then I use that to just kind of, again, stop, you know, pile it on, pile it on. One more, one more chip, one more chip, one more chip. 1% better every day. Um, and, and, and so that's what I do. And so I, I, I've been notorious for somehow just, again, like you said, like just being in rooms with people that are 100% better than me, but in every way, shape or form that I can, that I can kind of quantify. Um, but you know, you, you carry yourself like you belong there and, They'll treat you like you belong there till you do actually belong there. Yes. Um, and so yeah, to your point, um, 
you want to hang out with the people that are, you know, net positive, right? And plus, right? That's those are the people that I, I, I give a majority of my time to. Um, but I, I do think that there's a lot to be had and a lot to be gained and a lot to be to 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 be to be had to just also sharing with everyone. Right. The ne I think negativity in some cases can we'll be a positive. You. Yes. A positive outcome for you. That's awesome. Yeah. Long-winded answer um, uh, to a very simple question. I'm, <laughs> I'm being used to being an athlete. The negative does motivate me a lot too. Like, oh, if you don't believe in me, then watch. Yeah. Because your haters will watch you. You got might as well give them a show. Yeah, absolutely. What, um, what would you say the biggest life lesson this last four or five years you've learned is? The biggest life lesson is probably goes back to that story I said before. Like maybe so, maybe not. We'll see. Like the the story's always. The story is always being written every single day, and so um, it, it's just, it's just one step at a time, every single time, every single day. Like just show up, like like you know. I, I talked about the finance side of things, but I mean, um, powerlifting. Like I went into the world championships this year, and I was hurt. Like I was hurt. Like oh, like small. It's like small adductor tear. Like it was. It hurt to get out of bed. Like I sneezed too hard and like my groin would just like be in flames and I'd be like in tears. Like yeah, I was hurt. And I'm like, yeah, I, I don't think uh, I think I should pull out. I don't think I should go. Right. And then I just remember like, hey, just show up. Like everybody else. Ha like you're not beaten until the day comes and they actually outlift you. Right. And then you just show up. You 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 put in the work day and chip chip away chip away chip away. And you come out the other side a two-time world champion just because you showed up and you di you didn't stop, right? I could have not shown up, right? Um, and I'm, I'm still coming back from that injury, right? Like the the wheels really fell off after the world championship. <laughs> I, I I couldn't lift at all. Like I was like three months, like two months ago, I was like squatting like one plate, like oh. on a like I was squatting the bar with pain, right? Um, and again, like going into this new meet, it's like okay, hey, just day by day, day by day. What can I do? Okay, rehab, 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 rehab. What can I do? A little bit better every single time. And it's slowly starting to come together. And it's like, I'm, I don't, like, I can, I'm looking at you right now saying, hey, I'm about to fly out to Sheffield, UK on February 10th to go compete against the top 23 athletes in my sport in the world. And I don't know if I'm ready, right? Like, I, I, physically, <laughs> I physically don't know if I'm ready. I'm physically still recovering. Um, and, but what I've learned, right, and what's allowed me to, still push through all of that is because I've done it before. Right. And, and what I learned is that you never know who they're going to be on the day, right? It, sports isn't always about who's the most gifted or the most talented or actually who's the best team, who's the best person. It's who's the best on that day. Right. And so if you show up on that day and maybe at 80%, you beat their 70, that's all that matters. The history books are only going to tell you who won and lost. Right. Yeah. And so, um, whether it's powerlifting, whether it's business, whether it's any other goal that I've set, like, again, it just goes back to that story. It was like, yo, just, there's just something to be said about just showing up because I, 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 a majority of people will pull out. A majority of people will stop. A majority of people will want to take a break. A majority of people will want a vacation. I'm not saying that's wrong, right? But that's, there's your opportunity, right? There's your opportunity to go, to go take it. And so if you just keep on going, Beautiful things happen, man. Hundred percent. What would be the best piece of advice you could give our audience on somebody who wants <clears> to chase <throat> those dreams, wants to make those goals reality, wants to be the next world champion, next motivational speaker, next financial guru? What would your advice to them be? Yeah, I mean, I, I think the advice is 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 pretty simple. Um, I'd say you know, there's this saying that I have every single prep that I go into, like every single day, I recommit to my commitments, right? 
Um, and that's just kind of reminded to myself, like the whole, like, you know, the saying like, Oh, success is rented, not owned. You have to earn it every day. Like, it's just like that reminder that like every single day is a new day to either get better or get worse. Right. And so, you know, find three things that will move you towards this bigger goal that you have just three things. Cause it's, it's, it's hard. Like you, you don't eat a cow all at once. It's one, it's one bite at a time. You don't yeah. climb a staircase and jump the whole staircase. You take it one step at a time. And so just find three things a day, right. That you can do to push you towards that goal and just don't put your head down until don't, 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 don't go to bed until those three things are done. And you'd be surprised. You wake up a week, week from there, a month from there, two months, a year, and you'll be surprised the progress that you made. You might not be there yet, but then this year two comes, then year three comes, year four, year five, year six comes, and all of a sudden now you got two world championships under your belt. Like, you know, so I'd say, you know, every day I recommit to my commitments, recommit to yours, um, you know, just find those three things and just chip away at them day in and day out and don't stop, right? Stamina, have that stamina. Um, to your point earlier, um, surround yourself with people that, that, that are doing what you're doing. They're doing what you want to do. They're yes. doing better than you, that are better than you, because there's something to be learned with it. Like you, you, like you want to be the small fish in this huge pond, right? Um, and, and, and to the other, to the flip side of that, like don't be scared to talk about your goals, your dreams, your aspirations, even with small-minded people, because the more that you say it, the more that, the more you've committed to it, right? Um, which kind of brings me back to the other point. It's like, in my, in my view, when people don't, share what they're doing or what what they want to accomplish like that's because they haven't fully committed to it themselves but if i if you knew that you were going to be the greatest motivational speaker in the entire world like if you knew that like like god came down and he said here's the vision this is the thing boom 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 it's already set in stone no matter what you do in your life you're going to be the greatest public speaker in the world you're going to tell everybody that Right, you're going to tell everybody that because you know you you know you could not fail. You know you are not going to fail. You know it to already be true, and so the reason why most people don't share things is because they're scared that they aren't going to make it. They haven't fully committed to that not being that being the only option, right? And so, um, the more that you actually talk about it, you know, I don't necessarily believe in like manifesting and like oh you just say it, it becomes true, but I believe that there's some there's the validity to it is the more somebody actually says it the more they believe it. And the more they believe it, the more they commit to it. And when they commit to it, they commit to the daily, weekly, monthly, annual actions that need to be taken to get there. And that gets you there. Just saying it doesn't make it true, but committing to it makes it true. And so if I know that you're like, oh, no, I don't believe you, you can't do it, but I still tell you anyway, I've committed myself to that, or I've committed myself to the fact that now you're going to you know, talk to me, talk, yes. talk down on me and tell the whole world that, hey, Delaney is the failure that I thought he was, right? Either way, I've committed, right? And so going back to recommitting to your commitments, the more you talk about it, the more you've actually committed to it and it just pushes, pushes you to those things. Um, and so I'd say, I'd say those are like the, 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 like the two biggest things is just like, hey, like show up every single day, um, you know, commit, you know, find those three things, um, surround yourself with like the, the right people and then just just remember that, you know, like the story is never over until your last breath is done. Right. Yeah. Everything's perspective. Right. Like maybe so, maybe not. We'll see. Right. So, um, just keep on going. Don't, 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 don't get too high or too low on a specific moment. Um, cause we, you, you never know what that moment's actually setting you up for good or bad. You're such an amazing mindset. I, <laughs> I admire your mindset. <laughs> Appreciate it. Uh, and you, you, I, I really believe energy is, uh, currency 
to me. Yeah. And like, I feel like we are connected. I'm so like on the same page with everything you're saying. It's good to hear, man. And awesome. I, I'm so appreciative that you came out here today. Yeah, appreciate um, it. Do you have any questions for me? Yeah, man. I mean, tell me, I know a little bit, but just like walk me through your story actually real quick. I mean, like, I, I know you, you, you touched on it here and there on some of the speaking yeah. conferences that we've gone to, but I mean, like, it seems like there's like every time I talk to you, there's something new that you're working on. I'm like, oh yeah, he does like the public speaking thing. And he's like, oh, it's this, it's that. So like, just walk me through like your journey real quick. Like what, like, how did this all happen? How did I yeah. become a studio owner? Yeah. <laughs> um, so, I mean, at 19 years, I mean, I was adopted twice, misdiagnosed, put on the wrong meds for 10 years. Oh, damn. Um, didn't go to college, got an internship, turned that internship into a career on Wall Street as a travel tech. Incredibly blessed. I just, that was just literally showing up and doing anything and everything. Uh -huh. um, and I knew that I wanted to help people and I knew that somebody was having it worse than I did. Yeah. Somebody wasn't adopted. Somebody wasn't taken off the pills. Somebody is still in an orphanage. Uh -huh. So I, if I speak up, somebody will... I could cushion that blow. I could help that person. Yeah. And that started with Instagram selfie videos. Okay. And then it graduated to try and Zoom podcasts. One of my best friends helped me open that idea up in 2020. He was totally open-minded. I'm glad that he's here today. Um, being around those people that inspire me. And I started collaborating with other dyslexic pages on Instagram. Okay. And then I took that leap and did a production deal with Carl. And then I took that leap and I did the Brandon's event. Took that leap to Miami, and then I started doing speaker schools. And I was like, you know, there's something here. Yeah. Every time I speak, I feel all this energy, and then people come up to me and tell me how it helped them. And then people call on my Instagram and say how it helped me. That's what pushes me. That's what drives me. So what I'm doing is I want to impact, inspire, motivate, and, and educate at the highest level possible. Mm -hmm. Like Tony Robbins level. Awesome. So if that is a podcast, if that is a speech – if that is going to schools, if that's mentoring these kids an hour a night, I'm doing everything and anything to do it. Yeah. And I'm showing up for everybody. I don't care. Like, I'm showing up for everybody because I know that it's helping somebody. Yeah. Like, I know this podcast is at least going to impact one person. And I'm sure it already has. So, okay. I've fulfilled my purpose. That's awesome. And yeah. I, I'm, I don't know how I got here where I'm blessed enough to have amazing humans show up for me. Yeah. Like you guys today. Like, I'm... I have so much gratitude for this that you guys have taken the time out of your day today to end the year like this for me. Like I, I'll be tr transparent with everybody. I I was very emotional last night. I was like, I can't believe I'm ending 2023 in a studio I own with a two-time world champion. Like that's a crazy way to end a year. Yeah. So the gratitude and love and respect that I have and appreciation from that kid in his room at 19 with selfie videos to here. I don't know how to... One hell of a ride, right? You're telling me. <laughs> One hell of a ride. And last year, April, being able to be partnered with Brandon and selling out one of the biggest entrepreneurial conferences in Connecticut's ever seen and walking my first red carpet and looking behind me and my logo is on the red carpet. Those surreal experiences of how the hell did I get here? Because I'm just so, as you know, as an entrepreneur, I'm so focused on how can this move me here? How can I be 1% better today than I was yesterday? How can this Dylan grow from yesterday's Dylan? What did he do wrong that I can't do today? And then in two months, as you know, you're like, people are noticing, that's, that's not the same Dylan. Yeah. Like, I was not- You don't not, know when the switch is going to happen, exactly. but it just switches and you're like, oh man. I was not always dyslexic Dylan. I had a, uh, I used to have another nickname, I'll tell you off air. <laughs> Everybody call, he's laughing yeah. you, you won't even believe it. He's like, oh man, it's the bad one. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
<laughs> and I've been able to impact thousands of people. I had somebody come up to me. I said it many times on air now, telling me that he didn't commit suicide because of one of my speeches. That's up. So that that's, stuff that's, that's is like that going to homeschool. Like it's just I have so much gratitude. I think. Yeah. Just wanting to help people and showing up. Just how many people are willing to show up for me is just wow. Thank you. Yeah, not for sure, man. It, it sounds like um, and something else I think about all the time. It's like you look back and you're just like, there's so many moments in my life that things could have gone so much worse. Yeah, like so much worse. And so then you should say, hey, like in those times where I'm like, yo, like this really sucks. Like this really sucks. Like you go back to those moments that you really felt that, and you're just like, if I made it through that then like the growing pain and i'm sure like you know owning your own studio it has its growing pains there's, there's, there's <laughs> yeah. stuff that happens right so when stuff hits the fan and like things are on fire you're like you want to know what like i went through all these other things like this is nothing in comparison to that so if i made it through that then and just like again like you said like it just one step in front of the other is like the next one the next one the next one you just keep on going you wake up you're just like yo you you go you, you're you're in the crib with your boys just talking about yo like how did how did we make it out <laughs> how did we make it out of yes. this one yeah, like you know, and and we're not, and you're, not, you're not even talking about like the knucklehead stuff where you're, like you're doing like stupid things as a kid that you almost like got in trouble for. You're just like like real life stuff. It's like yo, how did I like? I I thought it was dead. Yeah, like here, I thought that this is like I thought that. Um. So yeah, no, that's 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 awesome to hear, man. Yeah, yeah and that's, it's, that's it was special. I had a moment last night. I mean, me and Shane just opened it. Our grand opening. We were. I'll be transparent. Me and Shane opened the studio grand opening day, and. We took two shots of tequila and we just sat here. We played music and we danced for an hour. We didn't say one word. We just danced. That's it. And it was like, we did it. Like, yeah. hell yeah. Um, those moments. Like, last night I had a, of another uh, friend I grew up with and we mm -hmm. did a little podcast and he did the same thing. He was like, thank you. Like, this is crazy. I'm so proud of you. Like, we're ending the year in your studio. This is wild. And I was like, you know what the funny thing is? He asked me a question. I'm about to ask you too. He goes, Dylan, looking back on 2023, did you accomplish all your goals? I go, it's funny you asked me that. I had a list of goals, and I not only accomplished them, but I blew them out of the water 10 times. Like, this was not on my goal list. Mm -hmm. The A to B was not on my goal list. Mm -hmm. Collaborating with the, the big people that I did was not on my goal list. Becoming best friends with Craig Siegel and flying to LA with him was not on my goal list. All that stuff just happened after everything was hit. And now I'm looking, I'm like, I 10 x everything. Yeah. And how I don't have an answer, but the gratitude is immense. Yeah. How was your 2023 goal list? My goal list was interesting. It's like uh, some things I definitely hit um, and definitely, you know, surpassed them. Some things I, I fell short on or missed. Um, and then also at the same time, I think my goals and my vision changed. Right. Which, which is, which also like, you know, leads to some of it all. And so, I think I have an even bigger vision. I think I have even bigger perspective. Um, and so net, net overall, I was looking back, like the same thing that you had looking back. I'm like, yo, like how, like how am I here where I am now? Um, every year I think that I'm thinking like bigger and like yes. I have these big goals and dreams and aspirations. That's why I said we can only, like we can only imagine and only envision like things that we've seen, right? Um, and every year, and this one was probably the biggest one of, of, of them all was like, I, like my vision expanded so much more, like, like the things I thought were possible, like some of the goals that I didn't hit was because I just said, Hey, like, this isn't the right goal, 
like like I thought too small, and this is gonna put me in a position where like I look back five, ten years from now that I actually don't want to be in. Um, and so yeah, I mean, the, like twenty twenty three was 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 a blessing. Like there was a lot of goals that yes. I blew out the water. There were some that I completely missed. Um, but for me, I think the the thing that that sticks with me the most um, and that I remember the most because this past, you know, couple of weeks now that business has died down, like you, you holiday know, season, year in holiday type of time. Um, so I use it kind of reflect business planning, all that stuff. Um, yeah. Like my, like, like the vision that I had, I don't even really think was like conceivably possible four years ago. Right. Um, and the vision that I had is just so it have now is just even, exponentially bigger than what you know i i I thought was going to be possible at the beginning of this year right and so that just comes to like again connecting with people like yourself um going to different conferences going out of my going out of my comfort zone um saying yes to the things that i believe is going to push me towards my goal before you know letting you know common sense that people would say like kind of move you from taking risks or whatever um, so yeah, I mean, 2023 was great. I'm excited for it. I was telling, I was actually uh, texting one of my, one of my friends the other day, uh, yesterday actually. And I was like, yo, I can't, I can't wait for 2024. Like I, like, <laughs> like I, I kind of like, I don't care about the new year's party. I don't care about like all no. this other stuff. I'm like, I kind of want it to be 2024 already. So everybody can get themselves back to work. Cause I feel like I'm the only one that kind of wants to get back to work well, right now. Cause we're in the holiday. Being, thing. A, being a gym rat, you might want to be careful and, about what you're about to ask for. And I'm ready to go. <laughs> no, so, <laughs> yeah, I, I'll, t- I'll tell you this. Uh, one, one of the perks and I, I, I don't, I don't, I don't leverage things often, but one of the perks is when, when you win a couple of rings, um, uh, when you go to the gym, you're like, Hey, I need this piece of equipment. People are pretty, uh, <laughs> they, 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 they make sure that you're taken care of. So, um, yeah, the guys over there, they're, they're dope. Um, they're great. They, they, um, they support me a, a ton. And so, you know, especially as we get closer to prep, they like, there's not too much chaos that's going on. And I guess also the, the, the benefits of being in such a niche sport, like powerlifting is like not many people venture off to my section of the gym anyway. Yeah. Uh, so it's more his side on the bodybuilding side where people start, uh, <laughs> you know, taking up all the cable curls and all that. But, uh, but yeah, man, I'm, I'm just ready for 2024 to go. Um, a lot of big things on the horizon, a lot of big Huge. things on the horizon. And, uh, yeah, they're already, they're already in the works. I'm excited for you. Do you have a, a message, final message to our audience that you can leave them with? Yeah, man. Um, I'd say my final message for y'all is just, um, j- just, just think bigger keep going, keep persevering, like, 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 like look back at those moments and times that like you're looking in the mirror, you're looking at the God or Allah, whoever it is that you, that, that you believe in. And you're like questioning, like, Hey, like, what, like, why is this happening to me? And just understand that like everything is perspective. Everything is perspective. Like your, your, your life has still, your life story has yeah, still yet to be written. And if you just keep on going, keep on taking the next step, keep on going, keep on going again and again and again and again and again. Um, I can't promise you where you're going to end up, but I promise you, you'll, you'll end up in a better spot than where you are right now. And so, um, understand that nobody at the top, regardless of what you think is special, not myself, not any other world champion, not any football player, basketball player, singer, musician, whatever. And I say that not to be disrespectful to them, but actually to respect the fact that that means that they worked extremely hard. And the benefit to that is if they're not inherently special and they got there, then hard work can get you there as well. Right. Um, and so, um, don't be, and I think my last thing is don't be so married to what you think the end destination is supposed to be. 
um, because maybe just maybe you just don't have the foresight and the vision to figure out or to see what your actually end destination could be. So, I mean, th those are my last words. Just, just recommit to your commitments every single day. Keep it going. Keep, keep hustling, keep grinding. Um, it can always be worse. And so with that being said, you know, peace out for 2023. Thank you for sitting down. You're the man. Appreciate it.